Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. This is Full Access OK. I'm Skyler Cooper, along with Steve Berg. Thanks for having me. We are from the KRMG Afternoon News every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6 p.m. on 102.3 KRMG Tulsa's News and Talk here in the beautiful city of Tulsa, Oklahoma. We remind you to like, subscribe, and share this podcast. So for all you veteran Full Access Oklahoma listeners out there, you know we like to focus on places that people are not aware of, fun things to do. This episode is a little bit different. While this is a place you can go, the conversation was inspired by a young athlete who is about to represent the United States in an international competition. Yeah, we talked to Leo Ferrucci. He's the owner and head coach at Forza Combat Sports in Broken Arrow. It's a Muay Thai mixed martial arts gym. Leo is a former MMA fighter himself. He said he wanted to open a place like this to stay connected with the sport and to train others. My gym is a striking combat sports uh, academy. We essentially train people in a few disciplines. I don't teach traditional Muay Thai. I really hybridize what we do. I combine elements of boxing, Dutch and Japanese style kickboxing, traditional Muay Thai, and I, I kind of meld them together and take little bits and pieces from each to kind of develop what we do. But uh, essentially, uh, we're a martial arts academy. Um, I teach people kickboxing and Muay Thai boxing. Now, Steve, his business took off really fast. So fast, in fact, he's had to move twice in just the first few years because they kept needing more space. It was really picking up. They're now at 61st and 145th East Avenue, or Albany and Aspen in Broken Arrow terms. So you start growing really quickly. What was it that clicked when you go, okay, I've, I've got something here, and I've got people who are good enough to compete? Uh, you know, my stepdad came and visited, and I think up until that point where they came in, it all seemed kind of like a, a little bit of a pipe dream, and my parents kind of treated it that way. You know, I was always kind of a dreamer. Like, I was a musician, and... I never really um, conformed to like the nine to five thing. My stepdad came when we were subleasing and he observed one of the classes and how packed it was and how I ran things. And he was, he's actually the one that told me like, hey, you have to quit your day job and pursue this. It's like, you're, you're good at it. You're, you have something special. Um, so at that, that moment is when I kind of sat back and was like, oh, wait a minute, I, I've, I kind of found my purpose here and I didn't realize that I had because everything that I did, I was thinking about my school, thinking about my classes, thinking about my students, and it just uh, encompassed my my whole existence at that time. And until they, he said that, my fiance said that, I, I didn't ever think that that's what I would be doing. And uh, that's kind of what sat me back to to what you asked and made me go, yeah, I've, I've got a, some, I've got something here that I need to pursue. And in these first handful of years, Leo has found some serious talent and he now has professional fighters competing all around the country and even around the world and they're winning titles and championships. And that brings us to the big reason we met with Leo, his star youth 
athlete, 16-year-old Joseph Hobbs. The story of how they met and what they're doing now is really nothing short of storybook. The first location, we had a big window front. He lived in the neighborhood behind it. Oh, yeah. So I would always see him. He would see all the fighters, and he would ride this little gold scooter, and he would just run the streets, and every day <laughs> I would see this kid pressing his face against the glass. And I used to get annoyed because I'm like, hey, I have, I have people come out and clean the windows, like stop pressing your face against it. Like come inside, you can watch from inside. And he came in and he would come in and watch all, all the pros and the competitors train. And then finally I was like, he spent so much time there. I was like, Hey, do you have parents? Like, like, well, you're, you're here all the time. Like, why don't you get them to come sign you up and like participate? And from that point on, it was he was there all the time. He would do the youth program and then stay and watch until, you know, it got to a point where we had to start like kicking him out so that we could shut down and clean. And How long ago that. was this? When did he start coming by? It was like 2019. 2018. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 2018. It was in my first location and gosh, he was so small, so little. But yeah, I would, I would roll, I would pull up to the gym to open at 3 p.m. And it was like clockwork. He'd be standing there with his little gold scooter just waiting. So it, it's fitting that we're, we find ourselves here uh, mm. with how intrigued he was with the whole world of what we were doing. That's how it's done, Joseph. I mean, people have a passion for things. You immerse yourself in it. You, you become obsessed. You know, it's not a bad thing. That's a great, no, I love a it. great thing. So tell me about what it was like from going from that kid who wanted to come by and watch to where you are now, which is apparently you're pretty good at this. Yeah, I didn't notice I was that good. I thought I was just some average kid just trying to learn how to fight because I got picked out of school. So my mom was scared when I got older, but then I noticed I was that good, winning belts, medals, and then I just kept going. Now I'm on the Olympic team. I understand you've made the U.S. men's team, the U.S. team, is that right? The youth, yeah. Youth team, okay. And Leo, what does that mean for an outsider in this sport? So essentially the IFMA tournament is for the longest time been regarded as the Olympics for Muay Thai. I believe it's like 130 or 131 countries are represented at the tournament and it's it's the cream of the crop. Recently, the IOC gave a provisional uh, recognition to the sport. I don't think it's quite yet been decided what year Muay Thai will be in the Olympics, but it's, it's being recognized now. So to be put on the IFMA team with the USMF, which is the US Muay Thai Federation, it, it's essentially like, you know, like in USA boxing or men's swimming or men's basketball to be on the US Olympic team. That's the level of, of the sport that he's at now. So until the Olympics brings it in, this is the highest level. It is, absolutely. Yeah, and there's been, uh, like if you watch UFC, for instance, something that people can kind of relate to and grasp, um, there's been a lot of competitors in there that have come through that IFMA tournament, like Valentina Shevchenko, uh, Jan Bla- uh, Blahovic, and various others. You know, it's it's it really truly is for striking sports. It's, it's the pinnacle. Joseph, tell me about this guy that you beat who I, I read he's got all the medals, he has dozens of fights under his belt and then you come in as the new guy and you just dominate him what what was that i wasn't sure how i was going to do 
I was just so nervous. I didn't know he had that many fights until like the day before. Oh. So I was like, no way. <laughs> and then I just won. I was just so happy. I didn't know how to express my feelings. There's so many ways I could have. What was the fight like? Was it was it hard or did you feel like you had him from the beginning? It was challenging. I wouldn't say it was easy. More like, I don't know how to explain. He was uh, He was challenging. It wasn't easy. But it was very fun fighting him. He was very respectful, though. Leo, talk about that accomplishment from your perspective. Uh, you know, I hid how many fights he had from him because I didn't want him to get psyched out. Like, he's very, very, he's been fighting for 10 years. He wins everything. He just won gold at the WBC World Championships, which is the World Boxing Council. Uh, for anybody that watches boxing, that's the green belt. So I was like, you know, I believe Joseph is that good. And, uh, Win or lose, he's gonna he's gonna get a great experience, um, and that's kind of the trajectory that we, him, his parents, and I have kind of spoken about because he wants to be a professional fighter. You know, I said we have to challenge him as much as possible if that's truly what he's gonna be doing. We need to prepare him now, and um, yeah, it was like uh, kind of one of those things where I was like, uh, if you aim for the sun, even if you fall short, you you're you're amongst the stars. It was that kind of that kind of mentality that I had, but yeah, I actually kept it from him because I didn't want him to psych him out. I knew how much, how many fights he had, you know, some of his older teammates knew how much, how many fights he had. And, uh, you know, I was just nervous about it, but he's always been kind of a performer. So I knew we had a shot. So they had everybody warming up in the same area. And I noticed, uh, his opponent, his coaches were watching him warm up and kind of, I sensed a little bit of a change in their demeanor from confident to who is this, you know, cause he's, he's unknown until this point. Uh, so then we, we walk out to the fight and he, he's a very sweet, kind hearted, goofy kid, you know, like you, you wouldn't be around him and think that he's kind of, he's kind of a cold blooded killer, you know? And I've seen him humble many uh, adult grown men uh, on my mats during our competition practices, but you wouldn't get that from being around him. Um, he's very tender, but there's always a switch in him uh, as we walk out to the, the ring or the cage, wherever he's competing. And um, I saw that switch and I was like, okay, we're good. Within the first minute, I knew we had it. He, he was more physically imposing. He was more locked in. And it, it really seemed like uh, him being a part of our team and training with that high level of professional fighters, adults. Um, and they don't take it easy on him because he, he doesn't take it easy on anybody else. So I think kind of having that already had him prepared for someone with that level of fights because we have pro fighters with that many pro fights in our gym. So seeing him kind of within that first minute start performing and, and really imposing his dominance, I it kind of eased me in the corner. It was what I hoped would happen and what I thought could happen. It was just whether or not he was going to rise to the occasion. And he, I mean, he passed that test, flying colors. Do you call him a natural or is he that meticulous, that well-prepared, that serious about training? Um, Joseph Earmuffs. He is a prodigy. He is a prodigy. Okay, you can unclub. But yeah, he does work hard. He works hard. He works as, as hard as anybody else. And you would think he's, you know, uh, preparing for professional contests where like his livelihood is on the line the way he, he trains. So it's the right kind of balance of talent and hard work and dedication coming together. 
at 16, you're going to go to Turkey, represent the United States in your sport. How do you feel? I'm excited. I really want to go try some of their foods. <laughs> yeah. And right. I'm nervous to go fight because there's a lot of fighters, and I'm just really nervous to go. Now, does this come down, this tournament, is this all come down to a team that wins or an individual that wins? Uh, it's, all, it's all individual. Yeah, okay. yeah. Pretty impressive. When is that happening? Uh, September 29th through October 8th is the tournament. So I believe it's about a 10-day tournament, and he, he'll fight multiple times throughout that week. Now, if all of that isn't amazing enough, Joseph just went down to Miami, Florida to compete in one of these fights, got a TKO, which, honestly, Steve, full disclosure, I always thought meant total knockout. <laughs> just found out it means technical knockout. You don't say. <laughs> I, uh, who knew? Yeah, I did know that, but I don't know. I don't know if that's anything to be proud of or not. In the future, Joseph says he wants to go pro in the Muay Thai world, maybe even get into MMA, and maybe one day, if they ever add it to the games, the Olympics. And as we wrap up here, we'll throw this out there for anybody who's liked this story and you're interested in it. Leo, Joseph, and their team, they have to pay their own way across the world to this IFMA tournament he was talking about over in Turkey. It's a big deal just to be able to go, but it's expensive. So if you feel like throwing them a few bucks, you can help them out. You can get in touch with Leo by emailing info at forzacombatsports.com. This has been Full Access OK. OK.